Good evening, and welcome to St. Mary of the Mount of the Southside and Mount Washington Parish community as we celebrate the 26th Sunday of Ordinary Time. I will serve as the lector and your musician today, and assisting me as well are Anne and Stephen Payne playing handbells. I'm glad to have them here. Our presider is Father Daniel. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. My family, to help us enter into this celebration of the life and love of God Almighty with us and for us, let us now pause for a moment and call to mind just a few of our wounds, just a few of those areas in our lives that hurt a bit. And let's identify them and then let's deliberately open ourselves up more so to God's healing, mercy, and compassion. Lord Jesus, you came to heal us and unite us with one another and to the Father. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you came to call sinners like each and every one of us. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you plead for us at the right hand of your Father in glory. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. O God, who manifest your almighty power above all by pardoning and showing mercy, Bestow, we pray, your grace abundantly upon each and every one of us, and make those hastening to attain your promises heirs to the treasures of heaven. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Well, family, please now be seated for readings from sacred scripture. And if I ask your special attention to all the sacred scripture proclaimed, but for our purposes for tonight and tomorrow morning, listen attentively to the second reading proclaimed from St. Paul's letter to the Philippians. We're going to break that one open a bit and hopefully apply it to our lives. A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. Thus 
says the Lord. You say, the Lord's way is not fair. Hear now, house of Israel. Is it my way that is unfair, or rather, are not your ways unfair? When someone virtuous turns away from virtue to commit iniquity and dies, it is because of the iniquity he committed that he must die. But if he turns from the wickedness he has committed and does what is right and just, he shall preserve his life. Since he has turned away from all sin that he has committed, he shall surely live, he shall not die. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. Psalm 25. Remember your mercies, O Lord. Remember your mercies, O Lord. Your ways, O Lord, make known to me. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me. For you are God, my Savior. Remember your mercies, O Lord. Remember that your compassion, O Lord, and your love are from of old. The sins of my youth and my frailties remember not. In your kindness, remember me because of your goodness, O Lord. Remember your mercies, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord. Thus he shows sinners the way. He guides the humble to justice and teaches the humble his way. Remember your mercies, O Lord. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. Brothers and sisters, if there is any encouragement in Christ, any solace in love, any participation in the Spirit, any compassion and mercy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, with the same love, united in heart, thinking one thing. Do nothing out of selfishness or out of vainglory. Rather, humbly regard others as more important than yourselves, each looking out not for his own interests, but for those of others. Have in you the same attitude that is also in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God something to be grasped. Rather, he emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, coming in human likeness and found human in appearance. He humbled himself, becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Because of this, God greatly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every other name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bend, of those in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father, the word of the Lord. 
Thanks be to God. Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. My sheep hear my voice, says the Lord. I know them, and they follow me. Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you. Jesus said to the chief priests and elders of the people, what is your opinion? A man had two sons. He came to the first and said, son, go out and work in the vineyard today. He said in reply, I will not, but afterwards changed his mind and went. The man came to the other son and gave the same order. He said in reply, Yes, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did his father's will? They answered, the first. Jesus said to them, Amen, I say to you, tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God before you. When John came to you in the way of righteousness, you did not believe him. But tax collectors and prostitutes did. Yet, even when you saw that, you did not later change your minds and believe him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. My family, these recent weeks and even months, our parishioners, many of those in uh, an active roles in leading our parish have been formulating and coordinating the release of what is known as a community covenant, a covenant within our parish community to, in a sense, extend the covenant that we have with Jesus Christ. For he is the new and everlasting covenant, that sacred relationship with God. And through him, with him, and in him, we have a covenant in Jesus Christ with one another. And that's what our parish, we're going to be engaging in, that community covenant. The covenant we not only have with God, but the covenant we have really through God, in God and with God, with one another. Again, that sacred relationship. More can be found in the bulletin. So please take an extra copy of the parish bulletin with you and maybe give it away to someone. You know, maybe leave it in the dentist office this week or at the pharmacy. You know, just leave it there, well, with some, with some wet naps or something. I don't know, you, got, you can't leave anything anywhere anymore. But anyway, we'll just share the reality of this community covenant with your family and your friends. Read about it yourself. And there's much more on our websites. There's actually videos detailing 
what the community covenant is all about and how we are going to be engaging that community covenant. And the reality, again, is the covenant, the, the community covenant is an extension of sorts of our relationship with Jesus Christ into our relationships with one another. Our oneness with Jesus Christ in him, for he is the new and everlasting covenant with God, that covenant with Jesus affects our oneness with one another and brings us into a community with one another. And, but my family, we all know this, especially when you hear me saying unity, community, solidarity, oneness. It's so very hard to really practice those realities in this day and age, especially in our country with all the politics and partisanship. It's easy to take, to hear the differing and divergent opinions that someone may have. It's easy to take that and then to just exclude that person because their, their opinions, their determinations are different and divergent from yours. It's easy to cut them off. My family, I do the same thing myself and it's dangerous. And it's a distraction and it's a detriment to our unity. Not only our unity in Jesus Christ, but our unity as a parish. It's dangerous and detrimental. It's like a dis-ease to the body of Christ. But my family, the remedy, the remedy for this dis-ease, this disorder of sorts, where we exclude people because they don't necessarily agree with us, or we look at their opinions and determinations first, and then we make a judgment on them and say, we either, either accept you or reject you as a person. But my family, the remedy, remedy for this is found in the second reading so beautifully proclaimed from St. Paul's letter to the Philippians. Please take a look at it. Please pray over it. Again, St. Paul's letter to the Philippians, chapter 2. My family, it details not only the remedy, but it details more specifically the recipe for the remedy. But first off, what is the remedy? Certainly, it's Jesus Christ. But my family, the remedy as lived and expressed by Jesus Christ is mercy. The remedy is mercy. As you heard me pray in the opening prayer, would you like to hear it again? This beautiful prayer that you heard me proclaim identified God's almighty power. He manifests his almighty power above all by pardoning and showing mercy. That's God. And that is what he's offering to all of us, his power expressed in mercy. And then we have, the, again, the second reading, so beautifully proclaimed. It details how to live this mercy. Do nothing out of selfishness or out of vainglory. Rather, humbly regard others as more important than yourselves, each looking out not for his own interests, but also for those of others. My family, this is mercy made manifest, but it goes deeper. Mercy, as some of you may know, some language scholars, 
We even believe it or not, even just this past week by Pope Francis himself, broke open the meaning and significance of the word itself, mercy. It's English, it, the English translation is mercy, but the Latin, the core of the Latin root is miserable and heart. Misere cordiae in Latin. You've probably, some of the older folks may remember that, that word, misere cordiae, mercy. But in Latin, it's miserable heart. But my family, it goes deeper than that. The Pope expressed that misere cordiae expresses our ability to share our heart with the miserable, to share our hearts with the, with the misery of another, and then respond. I heard another definition recently, is to enter into, mercy is to enter into someone else's chaos and struggle and respond to that with them. My family, mercy is the remedy, and it's detailed here in St. Paul's letter to the Philippians chapter 2. Giving the heart to the miserable, sharing our heart, allowing our heart to enter into someone else's brokenness, someone else's humanity, to go beyond what is easy. Because again, in this time of politics and partisanship, it's easy just to focus on what you agree and disagree with, and if they don't agree, they're done. No more conversation, no more relationship, unfortunately. But my family, we are encouraged today and every day to go beyond what is easy necessarily, to go beyond the superficial, to go beyond this dividing dynamic of, I don't agree with you, so stay away from me. To the attitude, as you heard St. Paul write, to the attitude that is also Jesus Christ, to have his same attitude of mercy. My family, he not only put his heart into our misery, he in himself, in his entirety, entered into it. My family, Christ crucified reveals to us what mercy is and what mercy does, and Jesus Christ embodies this reality. But my family, we're all called to imitate it and emulate it as well. To have that attitude of Jesus Christ, to share our heart, to expose it. Because when we expose our hearts and enter into someone else's misery, we are exposing our own misery and woundedness and hurts and struggles. And we are allowing that person to enter into our misery. And my family, this dynamic, as revealed in Jesus Christ himself and lived by some of the greatest saints in our Catholic faith tradition, brings us together. I'll give you an example. Just recently, I heard about a holy woman coming in contact with an old friend of hers from years ago. Well, she came in contact with this old friend and unfortunately has learned that the opinions and determinations of this old friend have changed drastically, we'll say. <laughs> but instead of just blasting her old friend with her position 
and the reasons behind it, she went beyond what was going to be easy. She went a little bit deeper. She chose to do what was a little bit more difficult. She entered into first, not the challenges and differences of opinions and determinations, but she entered into humanity. She entered into the person and that relationship with that person through mercy, to meet that person where he or she is in life, in circumstance, in situations, in brokenness, in our humanity. My family, that is what mercy is. To allow our hearts to enter and share in someone else's humanity, someone else's brokenness, we will be and we are united. My family, think about it in our own country. We are strong as a nation, the United States of America. We are strong and powerful, not because we are in North America. We are strong and powerful, not because we are a bunch of diverse states with a diverse populations. No, we are strong and powerful because we are first united. We all have that ability, praise God, to look beyond our dis dif dif disagreements and difficulties and to unite for a greater purpose. And my family, when we do that for our parish, for our families, for our community, when we do that, we will not only take on the attitude of Jesus Christ, when we offer this mercy, when we share our hearts and other, allow others to share their brokenness and humanity with us, we enter into a healthy and holy and loving relationship with one another. And in that, we are able to take care of one another and help one another. So my final, final story here is a story from my own, my dad's situation. He's 92, living by himself. But the community he's living in, they take care of him. It's our neighborhood, for 50 years, he's been living in the same house. And our neighbors, as kind as they are, they watch out for my dad. If the front door's not open by nine o'clock in the morning, they call my sister. <laughs> they take his garbage cans in, in and out. They help him if they, he has packages delivered to the front door and he can't collect them. This are simple examples of what community is all about. By sharing of ourselves, by entering into someone's difficulties and responding in mercy. And my family, when we do this, when we do this, we not only affect and bring about unity, but we affect and bring about strength in mercy. My family, as sisters and brothers to one another, as daughters and sons to God our Father, let us now turn to our loving Father and ask Him to hear and answer all of our prayers by responding to these petitions with the words, Hear us, O Lord. For an end to prejudice, systemic racism, and violence, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. For all those on the West Coast suffering through wildfires and dangerous air quality, that they may find safety, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. For our nation and world still struggling under the weight of COVID, that our dead may be honored, that abatement come quickly, and that safety in our communities may increase. 
We pray. Hear us, O Lord. That God will help all those who have made destructive choices to change course and follow Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. For all those who have died in our parish community, especially Dennis Brannigan, Margaret Kufta, Nancy Jo Sedesky. May they be welcomed into God's kingdom, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. We remember today Helen Falvo and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. I offer the prayer for unity. We raise our voices to the most blessed Virgin Mary, our mother, and her most glorious son, our Lord, Christ Jesus, the Prince of Peace. Grant us greater commitment and sincerity as we continue on this journey of unity. Please grant our parish family a resurgence of faith, a spirit of love, and a hope for peace. May we be blessed with a vibrant, inclusive community, united in the Spirit. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Please be seated now for the preparation of the altar and the celebration of the Eucharist. the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we now joyfully dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, 
we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other a sign of peace. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. May the still small voice of God be heard within our hearts. Be heard in our hearts this day. For those listening to this liturgy on our podcast, which will be released tomorrow morning, I offer the prayer for spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. There are a few announcements. This is a repeat of what uh, Father Daniel talked about earlier. Our first video on the Community Covenant titled, What is Community?, is available online you may go to our webpage and click on Community Covenant, and you can also see today's bulletin for additional information. Let us stand and pray. May this heavenly mystery, O Lord, restore us in mind and in body, that we may be co-heirs in glory with Christ Jesus, to whose suffering we are united whenever we proclaim his death, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks be to God. I will cleanse my hands, put on my mask, and I'll come down there for the distribution of Holy Communion. I'll be right there. 
This podcast is the property of the Southside Mount Washington Parish community. All rights reserved. That's it for this week. Please forward this podcast to fellow parishioners or anyone whom you think would benefit from it. Stay safe and please know that we are always praying for you.